Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and today on our Health Tip Tuesday, we are going to talk briefly about low-carb diets. I know that right now there's a lot of buzz about low-carb diets because there's lots of talk about the keto diet, which typically follows a low-carb regimen. So let's talk about what a low-carb diet is. Let's talk about what carbs are because I feel like that can be really confusing. Let's talk about the effects on your health and overall nutrition tips. When we talk about a low-carb diet, typically people are using a low-carb diet as a way to either lose weight, manage their weight, or manage blood sugar levels. So I feel like when we talk about blood sugar levels, it's typically somebody who has a diagnosis of diabetes or maybe pre-diabetic and they're trying to get their blood sugar levels within normal limits. Most people, again, are starting to really work and follow the low-carb diet or the keto diet because they are trying to lose weight. And what that's what people are trying to do is they're trying to lose weight. So the keto diet ends up being something that's a form of a low-carb diet. When we're talking about carbohydrates, what does that even mean anyway? I think the obvious thing people will think about is like, grains like rice and pasta like most people know that those things are carbs right but carbs are one of three macronutrients in the diet so there are three main necessities as part of a diet typically they include protein and fat and also carbohydrates so most food and most meals that you consume will typically have at least you know, a few, if not all three of the macronutrients, the carbs, the proteins, and the fats. And so carbs can be a really healthy part of your diet because lots of essential vitamins and minerals are found in carbohydrate-rich food. So let's talk about what, what can be categorized as carbohydrates. Well, I think what most people think of are starches, which are like things that are typically found in potatoes and greens and beans and things like that. And then another thing that I think people will know um, that has carbs in them are things like um, like sugar. So that's going to be like, you know, if you're consuming soda, that has sugar. If you're consuming any, you know, pastries and desserts, typically it's sugar. Um, any juices and also dairy products. So usually milk and yogurt and things like that will have a sugar in them because that's just how they're made. And then also you are going to find carbohydrates that are rich in fiber. And so that's going to be things like your... It's going to be things like your fruits and your veggies and your beans and your whole grains and your nuts and all those kinds of things. So typically carbohydrates in general, they all break down into a source of energy that your body needs. 
So typically carbohydrates are the preferred fuel for your body and because it's they break down very easily and they can give your body energy pretty quickly. Um, then, you know, protein and fat also break down into carbs. Everyone always likes to talk about, oh, everything, this breaks down into sugar, but most carbs, any macronutrient, so carbs, protein, fat, all of it's going to break down into glucose, which is your, your body's preferred source of fuel. The difference with carbohydrates is that it's quicker, um, where fat may take a much longer time to break out, break down into glucose, which again is your body's, um, preferred, preferred source of fuel. So most of those macronutrients or all the macronutrients that you consume will break down into the same thing that your body needs. Um, not surprisingly, the different kind of carbs that you consume may have a different impact on what's happening in your body. So for example, if you're consuming things that are higher in fiber, which would be again, like your veggies, your whole grains, your fruits, those typically because they have fiber in them, they tend to take a little bit longer to be broken down. And so the the benefit of that is, is that they can allow you to feel full and they can help you, um, they can just help you have a lower risk of heart disease, stroke. They uh, having foods with fiber decreases your risk of different cancers, um, and then it also helps. It just really helps contribute to like good, um, good like gut health because again, it'll help with your GI tract. You know, if you're consuming things like simple sugars, so that's what we talked about, like your donuts, your sodas, your fruit juices, things like that. I think people think that, oh, a fruit juice, it can be healthy, but it really isn't. It doesn't typically have any part of the fruit in it. And you'll see that because it doesn't usually have fiber on the label. Um, Usually something that, you know, like an apple or something that's a little bit more whole will have fiber in it as opposed to a fruit juice. So with fruit, with fruit juices or things that are really, um, you know, going to be things that you're thinking of, like, again, like we talked about, like your like, um, desserts and sodas and juices, those things essentially will have a different effect on your blood sugar because they will cause a spike in your blood sugar. So if you consume them, you may notice that you, you could have, you know, at first you'll have a spike in your blood sugar. So your blood sugar might be a little bit higher. And then after a little while, your blood, your blood sugar can be um, much lower. And so then you become hungry again, and then it just starts this cycle over and over again. The people who consume or people that consume a higher intake of these kind of carbohydrates tend to have, tend to be more at risk for diabetes, obesity, dental, dental caries, heart disease, all those kinds of things. So as you can see, all carbs are not created equal, even though they break down into glucose, which is your preferred source of fuel in the interim, before they break down, they're going to have a different impact. So your simple carbohydrates are going to be things that cause your blood sugar to spike and lead to different um, health consequences. Whereas if you're consuming carbohydrates that have fiber in them, they're going to be a little bit more protective and they are going to reduce your risk of different diseases.
So the recommendation for following anything when it comes to carbs is to get most of your carbohydrates from things that are going to provide more bang for your buck. And these tend to be your whole grains and your dairies and your fruits and your veggies and your like um, and your beans and things like that and your nuts. Um, These are going to be a much better source and they're going to do much more for your body in the long term, especially than having a refined grain, which is your juices, your, um, your sodas and the things like dessert products and chips and like pastries and things like that. These also, because they have fiber in them, will provide vitamins and minerals and then also fiber. So when we talk about carbohydrates, again, they're not all equal. The ones that are going to have fiber in them may also have more vitamins and minerals, and then that's going to be the bigger impact. So why then do people follow these low-carb diets? Well, there's lots of different studies about low-carb diets and what the possible benefit could be of doing it. Um, Most most of the time they can they compare low carb diets with low fat diets and low carb diets in that comparison may help better manage diabetes and high blood sugar and possibly improve cholesterol and blood like your blood lipids too and i think that where it gets tricky is that is where is the real benefit here is it because the carbohydrate intake is less or that overall the quality of the food choices are better and perhaps maybe even overall less calories and then maybe that is where the actual weight loss is coming from you know anybody that has diabetes or is trying to reduce their risk of having prediabetes it would be a hundred percent you know it, it it's it's totally appropriate to follow a low carbohydrate diet Um, especially if you are somebody who has really high blood sugar levels that aren't being managed. And so for you, especially if you're somebody who's on insulin or some kind of metformin or oral glycemic agent, following a low carb carb diet is going to be something that's probably going to be essential for your health. Um, And your doctor would know much more about it in terms of what medicine you're taking and where your numbers are. So when we talk about a low carb diet, we're meaning that most of the nutrition in your diet is coming from the other macronutrients. So remember at the beginning, we talked about that the three things that are going to make up the bulk of your diet are going to be carbs and protein and fats. So if you're reducing the amount of carbs that you're consuming, then chances are you're increasing the amount of protein or fat that you're consuming in order to get the calories that you need to function. And so for a lot of people, they may go pretty low when it comes to carbohydrates, especially if you're somebody who's following a keto diet. I know people go very, very low. A typical low-carb diet recommends no more than 50 to 150 grams of carbs per day. Um, And most people or most recommendations from the Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommends about 225 grams of carbohydrates each day. But carbohydrate intake is based on weight too. So it's not 
it's not a one-size-fits-all like anything. It's individualized to you. Typically, the more you weigh, the more calories at rest you require, and therefore, the more amount of carbohydrates you also may require. Also, if you're somebody who um, exercises pretty vigorously, or maybe you engage in a or maybe you engage in a lot of endurance activity, you may also require more carbohydrates in order to participate in that particular in that particular um, activity that you're doing. Excuse me, I dropped my phone and I'm recording, so I'm gonna just pick up. <laughs> so how do you know if a low carb diet is appropriate for you? Well, I think first, kind of look at what your past medical history is. Are you somebody who is struggling with some kind of chronic disease? Are you somebody who has diabetes or are pre-diabetic and you're trying to reduce your numbers so that you are not, um, you know, going to go on diabetic medication? Well, perhaps then a low-carb diet is for you. I... I say on this show a lot that I don't really believe in dieting. I believe in lifestyle changes, right? So I don't even like to call it a low-carb diet. I like to call it that you're following a low-carb meal plan because, again, if you are diabetic or pre-diabetic, it's not – it's appropriate for you to follow lower carbs than perhaps you consumed in the past to help keep those numbers in check, but what the I think the bigger thing is, is when you're considering the whole idea of low carb is what is going to be possible for you to maintain your health. Because like anything that you're consuming, if you are taking out or restricting major food groups, you're, you can be very likely to, to be deficient in some kind of vitamins or minerals or fiber. And then that, in turn, can lead to long-term health consequences and chronic disease risk. So another caveat for the low-carb diet or a person who may not want to follow it would be anybody who is still growing. So if you are an adolescent or you are in a period where you are... um, you're just going through major changes that could also be pregnant or breastfeeding women where you're having your calorie levels may change and you are trying to provide your body with max nutrients to grow then you would be somebody who probably would not want to follow a low carbohydrate low carbohydrate diet because it may be too restrictive and it may not provide the necessary nutrients that your body needs to grow or to grow a baby most of the research on low term low carb diets are pretty short term because it, that's some of the evidence suggests too that following a low carb diet is it's pretty hard to do for an extended period of time and so what i would say is is when you're talking about things that are um that are low carb just to kind of follow some of the below tips Remember that carbs are not all equal and that you want to follow and consume the carbs that are going to give you more bang for your buck. So that's going to be the things that have vitamins and minerals and fiber. And you want to make sure that you're, um, like when you're, 
if you are somebody who does decrease the amount of carbs that you're consuming, you are probably then going to be increasing your protein and your fat. So when it comes to protein rich foods, trying to get your protein from things such as poultry and fish and dairy and eggs and nuts and beans and trying to decrease the amount of protein that you're getting from red meats like beef and pork. When it comes to fat, I would focus on things that are more like omega-3 fatty acids and polyunsaturated fatty acids and unsaturated fatty acids. So these are the things that you're going to find in fish and nuts and different oils, um, presumably probably olive, canola, things like that. And then choose fewer fats that are saturated and hydrogenated. So that means like things, saturated fats and hydrogenated fats are going to be things like, um, like in your red meat and they're going to be in your coconut and palm oil and they're going to be in some of the like the snacks and the sweets and the things like that that you're going to consume. Any changes that you make to your diet know that there could be a consequence such as headache and fatigue or or GI upset and knowing that if you restrict your carbs too much it can what's essentially happening is that your body uses sugar as energy so when you don't get the minimum amount of carbs you need your body metabolism changes and then you start using fat as energy source which is why people do the keto diet so you just want to kind of pay attention if you're making that adjustment in your body but remembering if you're doing anything that you know, again, the caveat is knowing that if you're eliminating a food group that you are, it's going to be a lot harder to maintain that for the long run. So what I would say to you is that the best eating pattern for you to consume is something that you can do and maintain for the rest of your life. You want to do something that's more of a lifestyle change versus something that you are going to do sometimes and then sometimes not. The caveat here again is if you have diabetes or you are pre-diabetic and you're trying to get those numbers down, then perhaps you are somebody who needs to follow legitimately a low carb diet. And remember to caution in following a low carb diet in somebody who is growing such as our adolescent, our adolescent population, anybody who is pregnant, considering getting pregnant or breastfeeding. And again, the overall the overall recommendation here is to do and follow any dietary pattern that you can do forever. And that can be part of your lifestyle. And you want to try to eat as many um, nutritious whole foods as you can. And you don't want to eliminate fruits and vegetables. You want to be able to have them as your base. So emphasizing um, carbs that are that are complex and that are going to give you nutrition in addition to vegetables, vegetables, fruit, and protein, and avoiding anything that you can that is processed. So that's all the recommendation here. I think it always comes back to, it always comes kind of back to the same thing is consuming foods that are consuming foods that are really going to help you in the long term. And that are going to just provide you enough nutrition that you can continue to do it over, over like an extended period of time. So 
you know, the, the, the whole recommendation here is to keep consuming your whole grains, your dairies, your fruit, your vegetables, and, you know, try to get any of your protein that you're doing from plant sources or things that are going to give you the most bang for your buck, meaning that you are going to get like, anything else like you're going to do any of your your fish or your poultry or your dairy your eggs your nuts and your beans and then for fat trying to decrease the amount that you're consuming in terms of saturated fat which is your bad fat or hydrogenated fat which is also um, the unhealthy fat and that's going to come from your a lot of your baked goods so anyway low carb diets that's our health tip Tuesday. That's the recommendation. I hope this helps answer any questions you have when it comes to carbohydrate intake. And I will see you back here on Thursday.